Iran claims ownership of Antarctica. A gang of elderly armed robbers are arrested in Italy. And a man gets prison for tricking men into anonymous sex through a hole in a sheet. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the universe. Hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's learn a little bit about the weird world that we live in today, shall we, my friends? Yeah, let's do it. Iran claims ownership of Antarctica. All right. Go home, Iran. You're clearly drunk. Iran claims owning Antarctica. I don't know how you're going to acclimate yourself to that sort of uh, sub-zero climate. You seem to be a desert community to me, but okay. All right. They have dreams. Maybe they're tired of the heat. Says Iran's Navy commander declared Antarctica as the regime's property, asserting plans for a military operation at the South Pole as well. Huh. How's your military going to pull that one off? <laughs> Iran's military has an, uh, an Antarctic division, guys. I'm not sure if you were aware of that. I, for one, would love to see their military try and pull this off, to be honest with you. You could make a, a comedy series about that, too. Imagine, imagine. Episode one, Iran's expedition shows up at the North Pole by mistake. Ah. And the comedy ensues. Uh, they also show up uh, without the proper attire at the pole. And comedy ensues. All right, for further laughs, let's get to this quote by the Iranian Navy commander, Admiral Shahram Arani, who says, We have property rights in the South Pole, don't you know? We have a plan to raise our flag there and carry out military and scientific work as well. Well, uh, before we continue to make fun of them, let's just acknowledge how, from a scientific standpoint and a military standpoint, this could be a good move because you, what you want to do is you want to get dibs on those buried alien bases that are down there underneath the ice. Do you guys know about all those alien bases that are down underneath the Antarctic ice, just ready to be uncovered? And you know, we can then take advantage of the, the advanced alien technology that lies under that ice. I mean, that's what Alex Jones says anyway, so it must be true, right? And if you're Antarctica, I mean, there's some other attractive qualities about Antarctica. First of all, there's not very many gays. And, you know, <laughs> for them, that's just great, right? <laughs> it's a good spot for them. I'd imagine they saw a bunch of penguins and they mistook them for women wearing burkas. Like, oh my God, guys, did you see all those hot ladies down there at Antarctica? They're in bunches, bunches of thousands, <laughs> just waiting for us. Says the potential expansion of Iran's military presence in Antarctica raises concerns about violations of particular conventions. We have a military and intelligence analyst here, Yona Jeremy Bob. What a weird name, Yona Jeremy Bob. Sounds like three military and intelligence analysts, to be honest with you. This guy, Yona Jeremy Bob, emphasized the risks associated with Iran's aggressive actions, urging the U.S. and its allies to take the nuclear threat more seriously. All right, that's not helpful. I was expecting a Yona Jeremy Bob to explain how Iran's claim of ownership of Antarctica violates some sort of worldwide agreement. 
for us. I think, is everyone in agreement that we share Antarctica? I should probably look this up because I'm dumb. Okay, got to the bottom of that with a little search. No single country owns Antarctica. Instead, if you don't know, Antarctica is governed by a group of nations and a very unique international partnership. The Antarctic Treaty was first signed December 1st, 1959, designated Antarctica as a continent devoted to peace and science. All right, so then Iran's claims are just a bunch of bunk, as uh, I initially assumed. Sort of like when North Korea claimed they invented the burrito. You know, it's just these countries are just wild out there. They're just doing whatever they want. They say crazy things. Uh, didn't someone claim to own the moon? Some country? Has anyone claimed Mars yet? Let's look this up. Uh, looks like no one owns Mars yet, which is what I assumed. And no human can even claim land yet, legally. Uh, but there will be some legislation eventually, they're saying, because someone's going to get there first. And then you got lawsuits. You know, there will be lawyers. I don't know why anyone would want to claim Mars anyways. Oh, I guess uh, there's, they have rich resource, they're rich in resources there. There's probably some metals and elements there that could be used in production down here on Earth. So very valuable. Not as a place to live, though. Uh, it's got a nice view, but, you know, I think your face will melt off. There's all that radiation. It's just, uh, and the beaches are dry. I mean, there's no, there hasn't been any water at the beaches in a while. Not a, not a good place to have a summer vacation either. These are just my opinions, though. Maybe you guys want to live on Mars. You're crazy. You're crazy. A gang of elderly robbers were arrested in Italy. A gang of six robbers in their 60s and 70s. <laughs> Uh, they're known in Rome's criminal underworld for their tenacity in carrying out a series of armed burglaries at post offices. They have been arrested by the police in Italy. The gang's leaders were 70-year-old Italo De Witt, nicknamed the German, who became famous in the mid-90s after his sophisticated heist of a bank near the Spanish Steps. And the other leader is a 75-year-old who played the role of lookout. A 68-year-old accomplice was allegedly the main person responsible for carrying out the robberies, while a 66-year-old was tasked with obtaining replicas of the backdoor keys of these targeted post offices. Okay, so we got a bunch of guys here. Retirement age here, but, you know, it's hard. Even armed robbers can't afford to retire in this economy. So they're going to they keep going. One final job, fellas. I got one. We got one final job. You said that 20 years ago, Larry. No, but I tell you, this is one, our last job. Hurry up with the last job, man. Come on. I can't, I have bowel issues. I can't keep doing these lookout missions. Now it says that this gang is allegedly responsible for stealing almost $200,000 from a post office in the San Giovanni district in May last year after two members armed with guns, entered through the back door and threatened an employee who was loading the ATM. Another planned robbery was scuppered because the 66-year-old gang member was having incontinence issues and needed an operation on his prostate, causing some tensions in the group. <laughs> he was having some incontinence issues. Well, you know, 
You don't want to leave a trail of urine for the police. That's that's a lot of DNA there. <laughs> you got got to get that prostate in order before you go on another post office or bank heist. I would say <laughs> incontinence issues. <sighs> well, you could all wear diapers. Call themselves the Diaper Gang. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> the Diaper Gang strikes again. <laughs> oh, this is so good. You know, it truly it's a it's a miracle they've gone this long because. <laughs> When you get up in there in age, the qualities that go along with this age don't don't make it appropriate for bank robberies. For one, old people are, are loud. <laughs> They're so loud because they can't hear. So when they talk, they just, hey, are you are, how you doing with the safe back there? Hey, <laughs> did you get the bag of tools? Hey. Where's the getaway car? Guys, over here, guys. Just every, old people so loud. <sighs> and then they got, they got devices on them that are loud as well. Like a pacemaker goes off and that'll, that'll give away your position, I'd imagine. <laughs> they can't see. I mean, this is a nighttime gig, yeah? My grandma had to stop driving at night. <laughs> How are you going to be a, a bank robber or a post office robber at, these are night jobs, man. It's way past their bedtime, by the way, as well. These are great. It says, the run of their heists, which were all caught on camera. They were all caught on camera. They came to an end after the failed burglary of a post office in the Don Bosco area. The six were arrested on charges of committing armed robberies. The alleged robbers were reported to be old acquaintances of the police in the Italian capital's criminal underground. They're all, they're all buddies doing their jobs. They call them the Viagra boys. The Viagra boys strike again. Oh, you guys have heard of the wild bunch? These guys are the mild bunch. The geriatric gang, the senile six, the pension posse, the bank job boomers. I got more guys. Over the hill bandits. (laughs) Uh, The diaper guys. (laughs) At it again. (laughs) It's so stupid. I will say this though, the story of these bank job boomers going at it in Italy is inspiring and I'm, sh- I'm sure there's going to there should be well there should be a, a movie made about them right on, on the, in the vein of the expendables you get those old guys doing it like the Sly Stallone and, and Arnold and a bunch of those other old former action movie peoples this would be perfect it'd be perfect the senile six make that movie man a man goes to prison for tricking men into sex through a hole in a sheet. <laughs> a little strange. Stories out of Toronto. A little freaky up in Toronto. Having sex through a hole in a sheet. This Toronto man here is going to prison because on two separate occasions, he tricked two men into believing they were talking to a woman online, invited them over to his Toronto home to have anonymous sex through a hole in a sheet hanging in a doorway. How do you get tricked into that? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to have sex with a lady. You get over there, there's a there's a sheet with a hole in it. Someone on the other side is like, yeah, yeah, put it in the, put it through the hole. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yes, put it through the hole. I'm ready, sir. I'm the woman you were speaking to online. <laughs> you got to be a dummy to fall for this ruse. Apparently it worked. Oh, people are so stupid, and 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 some men are so dumb. They'll put their they'll they'll put their thing in any hole, anything. They'll see a hole, 
You know, the glory hole. This has been a thing, right? There's always an anonymous man on the other side of that glory hole. We all know that. You got to know when you see a hole in the wall, a hole in the sheet, that's technically a glory hole. There's an anonymous man on the other side. Could be a priest, but... (laughs) Wow, that just came out. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that's what you get with Weird AF News. You get lines that should cancel most people. Uh, It says here, all of this trickery with the sheet glory hole came to an end when the second victim pulled the sheet down to find this man named Tony cowering on the ground in a black wig. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pull the sheet back. Like, who doesn't pull the sheet back? (laughs) It's so stupid. I mean, it's not like it's a, a glory hole that's in a wall where you don't have really the option to rip it apart and see what's behind it. You got to kind of trust where you're putting your member. This is a sheet, man. Just, yeah, pull it back. (laughs) People fall for this crap, man. We have here the court justice, Kathy. She convicted the 33-year-old of counts of a sexual assault, given that the victims had been misled about the identity of their sexual partner. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So they're going to, prosecute this guy that did this? I mean, there should be some prosecution, obviously. Something's wrong here, but... Also, I mean, I don't think you can let these guys completely off the hook. It's sort of like they got what they deserve. That should be... You know? Maybe I'm wrong, but... I mean, are we really going to help out the people that are willing to go around and put their thing through designated bedsheet holes in the culture? Like, we're just going to help them out? (laughs) Got to make sure they're not taken advantage of, right? Let's get some courts involved and lawmakers and public funds to protect the rights of people who just wantonly stick their thing in holes and sheets after talking to a stranger on Craigslist. I mean, really? <laughs> you get what you deserve, man. Now, the judge sentenced this guy, Tony, to 28 months in prison, 14 months for each count. He'll also be on the sex offenders registry for the next 10 years. The judge said this is a violation of personal integrity and the negating of the victim's rights of self-determination that makes these offenses very serious. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the victim's rights of self-determination. I guess if you want to define self-determination as uh, I'm just going to go around and put my penis in holes and not even question what's on the other side. (laughs) I I assume it's a stranger because a stranger invited me over. (laughs) Now I'm going to put my penis in this bedsheet hole. That's their self-determination, their right of self-determination. Their right to be stupid is what's going on here. (laughs) The public health in Canada wants everybody to know, listen, we recommend and want to remind you that behind some of these glory holes could be a guy named Tony in a wig, not a lady like you thought. I mean, and we're here for you, by the way. The public health Canada wants you to know if you've been a victim of a guy named Tony in a wig on the other side of a glory hole. You can come to us for therapy. <laughs> if you're going to meet somebody anonymously online and go put your penis through a bedsheet hole, like you're, I mean, you got issues, man. You got issues. Okay, I'm jumping back into the story. Just, just wrap it up here. The judge found the two victims believed they were talking online with a woman. I'm sure they could they could prove that. And we're going over to her home for a glory hole scenario. That is a hole in a wall. Which, through which people can engage in typically anonymous sex. Right. <laughs> I mean, at that point, 
We have proof that we were going over there for it was supposed to be a glory hole scenario. You know how that can be, guys. <laughs> glory hole scenarios should be all about honesty, shouldn't they? <laughs> wow. <laughs> As instructed, the victims walked into the home and put their penises inside a hole in a sheet hanging in a doorway. Oral sex was performed and then it became penetration without warning, which both victims believed was anal. Uh, all right, I'm sorry. This is getting disgusting. So this, there was a lot going on here. Obviously, it's wrong what this guy Tony did. But, you know, over two years in prison for this? I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, there's, there's people like touching children in, in Walmart parking lots in Florida that they let them out after six weeks. What is this? <laughs> well, I guess Canada. They take it very seriously, these glory hole justice. It says here the two victims now question their judgment and feel self-doubt and guilt, according to the judge. Yeah, they should question their judgment. Judge says, as with most victims of sexual assaults, they wonder if they are somehow at fault for what happened or could have done more to prevent it. <laughs> could have done more to prevent it, yeah. Like, not, not agreeing to me, meet with the, the anonymous glory hole, don't talk, shh, be quiet, put your penis in the bed sheet, uh, get together. Now, this guy Tony's got no prior criminal record. He volunteers with the church. Provides financial support for his parents. And he came to Canada over a decade ago to become a pilot. Oh, all his dreams are dashed, though, because of his anonymous bedsheet trickeries. Sounds like a nice guy, though. He supports his parents and volunteers at the church. Yeah. What's going on at the church, though? We need to, <laughs> we need to find out what's been going on at that church, man. Has Tony been trying to pull some pranks in the confessional booths? I'm wondering... All right, well, I'm going to leave the phone number here because I'm sure some of you are going to want to respond to this with your opinion. 646-450-2012. Should this guy do two years in jail for this sort of trickery? It just seems excessive. I mean, I think the other parties are partly culpable as well. Not that they should do jail time, but, you know, two years for the other guy. I mean, if you were to follow this through to other scenarios, this would mean that also if you... If you happen to hook up with a lady boy, you didn't realize it. Maybe you're at a bar. Looks like a woman. Some of these um, trans women, you might end up finding yourself alone with them later. And you find out that down below, you know, there's there's some man parts that you weren't expecting. Are you now allowed to call the police and get them arrested and they go to jail? I mean, I mean I'm asking these things. I'm just wondering. Because if you get if you get this guy for the bedsheet thing, then you got to do the other thing. And is that all? Is that kosher? Yeah. Call the show. Yay! I'm ready for news. Oh, baby, I'm ready for news. Said I'm ready for news. Oh, baby, I'm ready for news. I sang that song last night at karaoke. I sang a lot of karaoke and drank a lot, and, now, and, and, and so forgive me my voice today. I knew it when I was doing it that the podcast would suffer today on multiple levels, but I decided to do it anyways, guys, and I have to reap what I sow. You know, I have to just, I just, I just have to say, you know what, this may, this may not be the best Weird AF News episode you're going to get, but you know, we're going to do our best here, hungover with a, with a sore throat. We're going to do it, guys. I got a nice email, by the way. Let me uh, get to that. It's from Tracy Canella, who... Um, lives in Washington, Washington State. 
She said, thanks so much for your show, Jonesy. I find it extremely hilarious, and it made me laugh out loud this morning. Uh, I think it's important to put humor and intellect into the world, which is why I really like what you are doing. Hmm, she said intellect, as if, as if this show is intellectual on some level. I, I don't know about that, but I'd like to think that it is, so thank you. She says, I'm happy to be a new subscriber. Looking forward to catching up on the work you've done. Take care, and thanks again for your show. Sincerely, Tracy. I think that's really, really sweet. Isn't that a nice message? Some of you uh, reached out to me to tell me what a sandhill crane is, which was super helpful. Uh, people like uh, Kate and David. Who else? There was a few people that were just telling me what a sandhill crane was because I didn't know what a sandhill crane was. I had never heard of a sandhill crane. Of course I don't know what a sandhill crane is. You think I live that kind of crazy lifestyle that I would know that? Come on now, guys. You know, I'm not in that world, man. Anyways, you guys can always email me and tell me when I'm wrong or um, educate me. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also send me articles if you think you, you come across a story, man, and you're like, this will be great for Weird AF News. Let me send it to Jonesy Boy. Just send it on over to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jones on Instagram. Um, and if you happen to be in the um, Southern California area, I got a big show on Friday. Jonesy's doing an, an, a really big show in Hollywood. So all that information is on my Instagram account at Jones. If you want to hang out, come to the show, hang out with me afterward. I think that'd be pretty sweet. And then I guess uh, lastly, as I always say, if you want to support the show, tell a friend. Tell a friend about Weird AF News. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. If you want to buy me a coffee or join my Patreon or donate via PayPal because you have a lot of money right now and you want to, you want to pay it back, as they say, then just go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and you can click on Buy Me a Coffee, click on the Patreon banner, or donate now with PayPal. Anything like that. Showing your support is always appreciated. I love you so much, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good luck with your life, man.